There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We gotta talk about some bad behavior. Welcome back to the adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Kind of a theme. Yeah. Well Kanye, Nobu, who's next? Oh my gosh, yes. Is isn't anybody doing anything nice or good? I'm sure they are, but they don't make the headlines. Uh Elon Musk did something bad. So the biography, his biography came out, and Walter Isaacson is the author of that. And in the book that came out on Wednesday, there was this part where Amber Heard agreed to dress up as a video game character for Elon. This is one of the anecdotes within the Walter Isaacson biography. And so, you know how whenever uh, a book comes out, people will pick out things here and there just to, you know, it's like what what are the flashy things we can put in a headline? Yes. So there's this. photo of amber heard that elon musk took and just as a just to kind of prove that it happened i guess on tuesday he or i'm sorry uh yesterday elon musk on twitter what he calls x now put up a picture of amber heard in this cosplay costume and she's not happy with him because she did not give him permission to use the photo she meant it to stay private. Now, there's nothing particularly, you know, like overly sexy about it. She's, I mean, it looks like a, she's wearing a Halloween costume. Yeah, exactly. And she had this commission because that's what you do when you have piles of money. You're like, I want to look like that video game character and I'm not going to, you know, DIY it myself. God, rich people are so busy. They are so, <sighs> They're like, like, okay, this is too much work. Yeah, so anyway, he mentioned to her, hey, I think you look like Mercy from Overwatch, which I'm like, really? I mean, it's a cartoon character. I mean, Overwatch is a, it's like a multiplayer, first-person shooter game, and it's like a team thing. You have to have team members to go on your mission. Anyway, she's one of the characters from it. And it's like, I don't know. I mean, she's just a blonde girl, and the the avatar is blonde. Yeah, so maybe that was his thing. That was his thing, I yeah. guess. Anyway, she dressed up for him, and he put the... That, what are you doing? Don't do that. Yeah. Like, are you surprised at all? A little bit. I am. That, because he repeatedly, apparently, asked her to talk to the dude who was doing... Walter Isaacson. Walter Isaacson, who was doing the biography. Like, asked her several times, hey, please talk to him. And so... Out of respect for Elon, who she doesn't date anymore, and who knows 
why they don't date yeah. anymore. I don't think Elon really cares about your feelings or my feelings or Amber Heard's feelings insofar as they don't connect with whatever he wants in a given moment. So the fact that he felt like this was more about him than her mm. in sharing that photo does not surprise me in the least because he doesn't seem to truly have the same kind of empathy you and I and no. Amber Heard. Well, I don't even know about Amber Heard, but uh, yeah. other people have. Yeah. So he put, she did dress up as Mercy. It was awesome. And then yeah. put up a picture of her. In the book, by the way, what she said about their relationship, she didn't say anything that was that damaging unless so there's she did other talk stuff. To she did talk to the um Walter Isaacson for sure. And she mentioned, you know, that um they're not together anymore, but you know, it was a fine relationship. Now, he didn't say the same, and neither did his brother. So Poor Amber Heard now finds out, oh, okay, so his brother says I'm evil and also said it's really sad that Elon falls in love with these people who are really mean to him. They're beautiful, no question, but they have a very dark side, and Elon knows they are toxic. Um, And then Grimes described her as chaotic evil. Well, some people would agree with her after watching that trial. Yeah, I I guess so. It's it really depends on kind of what you believed when you right. watched your testimony. Yeah, and I I don't know. The only people that know are well, they might not even know themselves what happened. So let's move on to Whoopi Goldberg, who oh, made one of the biggest twist. mistakes you could ever make. Don't ever, unless somebody is literally giving birth in front of you, don't ask them if they're pregnant. How did we end up on pregnancy and Whoopi Goldberg well, from Elon Musk? I was shocked whenever I saw this headline that um, that Whoopi Goldberg live on TV asked Alyssa Farah, who happens to be the former White House staffer, she if she was pregnant on TV. I think we have a clip of this here. It's just so shocking how she works it in. And so this the toughest thing for me has been to watch the disregard for people. Are you pregnant? No. Oh my God. Yes, I just got a. I did you get the glow? I got. I just please, got please a vibe. Please my tummy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Can we, it was just. It, it um, was can t- we take very, bets? Can we take bets at the table? Oh very open. I'm very open to being pregnant soon. I am not blessed to be pregnant yet. Okay. My you, husband are you are sure? thinking about it. I'm They're pretty sure. They're working on it. I'm sorry, pretty sure. <laughs> Oh my god, that was totally bizarre and out of like if you had that thought, like, is she pregnant? I think maybe keep that to yourself. And then when oh. she announces she is, you go, you know what's weird? Do you remember back on this day? I had a feeling you were pregnant. Oh my gosh. This yeah. is so wrong. You don't know what every woman has been through and what they're struggling with. Yeah. It's just such an You don't want to put someone thing. on the spot like that. And I think that they laughed it off and the audience laughs because it is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I don't even think they should laugh about that. But what are you going to do? It's a talk show that's on the air right now, by the way, which I don't know if it should be. Yeah. Because because of the strike. Uh, yeah. Writers. Well, they are. The writers are uh, picketing. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, this that seems the kind first of time. out of nowhere. It did come out of nowhere. It's very shocking. I just I kind of feel bad for her because her mother-in-law was in the audience, wants her to be pregnant. And plus, you just never ask a woman that. Yeah. You should never really ask a woman her status 
of much of anything somebody, unless she's sharing it. Somebody said to me in an event that I was hosting once, like, is that a baby bump that I see there? And I'm like, no. Oh, my it's God. It's an empire waist dress, but thank you, as I was about to go up on stage. Oh, no. Like, I'm literally walking Ooh. up. Ooh, boy. Yeah. Don't say it unless the baby is coming out and you see the Please baby coming don't. out. Please don't. Yes, absolutely not. Now, you referenced a strike going on. You referenced perhaps the view is getting picketed. It turns out those things are true. And we just learned that following Bill Maher's news yesterday that he was going to bring the show back despite writers, uh, the writers have actually agreed to head to the negotiating table. I think they've always been willing to go back to the negotiating table, but the AMTPT says that they want to get negotiations back on track. So we'll talk about that and more. When we come back right here on the adventures of Bradley and Donna. It's Don McLean for Livia Weight Control Centers. If you are wanting to maybe change, lose some weight, uh, Livia Weight Control Centers is there for you. I went to Livia Weight Control Centers six years ago. I lost 30 pounds and they have helped me keep that weight off. Exciting news for them to share that they were voted Minnesota's best weight loss program for the third year in a row. That is just so amazing. The reason why is because their program works. They um, have one-on-one support for you. So you go in and they talk to you about how much you sleep, your lifestyle, when you get to eat, all the things that you do in your life. And they make a plan based on that. And then they help you along the way, every step of the way. So they will give you three months free in celebration of that uh, three years in a row. If you mention me, so call them today. Maybe you want to do this with your partner as a couple. You can do that as well. So give them a call. 855-GO-LIVIA or Livia.com. Get three months free. Call today. Welcome back. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My talk. 1071. Thank you for joining us. Happy Friday. As we're celebrating Friday here, the strikes continue in Hollywood for writers, actors, um, and the like with both respective guilds. Unless you've gotten a waiver or you're not in a union or you're in another country, there's all sorts of yeses and nos and rights and wrongs and rules. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, actors, writers, still on strike. Yes. But we have good news, Dawn. What? In fact, uh, at least in one tiny corner of this experience, it's not a tiny corner, I think this was met by... Uh, folks on both sides with some like hope mm. that Hollywood writers and studios are going to resume negotiations next week, even though we don't know details. We don't have any details unless anything's been announced since we went on the air. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time these two tried to get together, it fell flat. And the writer said, actually, the studios g- gave us a counter offer. And we were like, no, that's not, mm. we're not doing that. And then the studios were like, you should really, really take our offer. And they were like, that's not how this works. <laughs> no. So you can give us the offer, but we don't have to take it. No. And you don't have to tell us to take it. Anyway. It's not like we're buying so a used car. The moral of the story is, they. it's not like we're buying what? It's not like we're buying no. a used car and you're going back and forth on the price. No, but you can go back and forth in terms of your negotiate your negotiations. But they said that essentially the studios were like, take it or leave it. You can't do that, right? Because it needs to be something both sides can agree to. Well, that's why it fell flat last time. This time, allegedly, supposedly, there's hope that they can come to some sort of agreement. The only problem is, of course, actors are not a part of this negotiation. Now, that's not a total surprise, right? Because you'd imagine one group is going to go first, Mm -hmm. and then whatever they negotiate, 
the actors or the writers or whichever goes next would then say, okay, based on this agreement you made, let's do something similar for us, or at least let's sort of piggyback off whatever the first group got. Right. right? Yes. It would be a template. Yeah. And obviously for the studios, they'd probably want one to go at a time because trying to negotiate with both at the same time is probably a losing battle. Oh, right. Um, And again, it's been, I know it seems like forever because I honestly was like, wait a minute, it's only been four-ish months, I think, since the writers first went on strike, four and a half months. And of course, job security, pay, all of those things, and AI, which kind of gets a lot of headlines, Mm -hmm. still part of the conversation on what writers want studios to yeah, I wonder if out of all of the categories of what they're asking for, like better residuals and, and staffing requirements, what would be the thing that if they had to give one of them up, what would that be or negotiate the most increase in pay or um, because they wanted to do things like um, uh, they wanted to do things like a minimum requirement of of writers on a staff. Yeah. Because seems like those things would be nego- easier to negotiate, right? Like, yes. you can come up with a number that both sides can agree to or some kind of like in spirit. That one didn't seem as sticky to me as like, you can't use my image in yeah. in perpetuity, mm-hmm. meaning like right, or, and that's more actors. But for writers, it would be, um, you know, whatever we're writing, you can't then shove into artificial intelligence. Right. So, for instance, a real-world example of that, this is a bad example because it involves Tom Cruise, but you can't, like, taking, like, the Mission Impossible franchise, they are saying, like, you cannot then put into AI, write a Mission Impossible um, movie based on the other 18 million movies that are out there. A plot and then a script without writers. I will say this, the announcement that writers and studios are going to start negotiating again comes at, I think, an opportune time for writers because things are getting a little hairy. You know, all week we've been talking about not only Drew Barrymore, and I want to circle back and talk about her briefly because she has said some more things now, Mm. but also yesterday we learned that Bill Maher was bringing back uh, his show without writers and the Writers Guild is like, yeah, so that's still a scabbing experience. Mm-hmm. So you're a scab if, and we're going to pick at your show mm-hmm. if you come back. And he's like, you know, look, I think your goals are good. You know, it's important that we, you know, deal with those issues. But you're not the only people that we have to worry about. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of his logic for coming back. Mm-hmm. The Writers Guild was like, Bill, um, if you write on your show you are going against i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You know, the union. So right. we'll be picketing. But what those two stories have kind of done is chip away at, I think, the strength that the writers have had up to this point, right? Yes, it's definitely. becoming increasingly more confusing about what qualifies, what doesn't. I mean, we've had like 
lessons, essentially. We've taught lessons on like what qualifies and doesn't because we've had to read through all of the, you know, rules and regulations about what's allowed, what's not allowed. And I think at that point in the public's mind, you're probably losing mm. because the public, let's be clear, most of us, most of not us, because we're, I think, not quite the public, but a lot of people listening are probably like, I don't get it. And at the end of the day, we all have to figure out how to like make a living. So mm. can you guys just figure it out? Right. right. And as TV shows start not coming back, like the pressure is going to increasingly be on. And if you've got shows like Bill Maher saying we're going to come back, then other people are going to be like, well, why can't we come back? You know, so yeah. the pressure, I think, is such that it's it's kind of a, a, a good moment, I think, for the writers to get back in the room negotiating with studios. And I bet studios are thinking, hey, maybe we got them on their back, you know. Yeah, it's too bad. On their heels. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just... The whole issue with Bill Maher, it's definitely, it's it's really problematic because he is himself a writer. And it seems like a very arrogant move because people, the general public, might not realize how much writing goes into shows like that. And so, essentially, he's saying, like, I'm a one-man show and I don't need other people. And, And also, in that, it sort of saying I don't need a guild to protect me because I'm Yeah, because you're Bill Mark because you've already I'm made famous. it. Because it's I, not about you, Bill. It's not about him, and that's why it seems arrogant to me. Yeah. Is that he is not only turning his back on fellow writers, but he's also saying, uh, like, I don't care about your needs, but I also don't respect you. And yeah, gosh, it's just not a good look for him at all. Yeah. I did want to just circle back quickly and talk about a few things, Drew Barrymore, because she's tried to sort of clean up the PR mess mm. that happened with her statement. And I won't go into all the details of what was problematic about what she said previously, but she went back and did uh, an apology. And she said, and I'll just paraphrase in a video, I believe there's nothing I can do or say in this moment to make it okay. I wanted to own a decision so that it wasn't a PR protected situation. And I would just take full responsibility for my actions. And then she goes on to say, I know there's just nothing I can do that will make this okay. Uh, And I fully accept that. Mm. So she's not really saying anything Hmm. about why she decided to go back to work, knowing that people were going to be outside of the studios picketing. But yeah, I think that story is going to continue. However, so is our story right here on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn from Hollywood. We're going to head over here to Crimtown. What's a crim? Find out. It's Kim and Croy Beerman. We got an update. We come back right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. I was just at Dakota Dental this week and I have loved every visit. When I walk through those doors, I know I'm getting some of the best dental care in the Twin Cities. And you don't have to take my word for it. I'm not the only patient, obviously. They've been there for a while, and there are plenty of satisfied patients walking around smiling brighter because of the team at Dakota Dental. Whether it's a regular checkup, cleaning, or maybe something you've been putting off. Maybe you just have been putting off going to the dentist for a while. There's no shame, and certainly Dakota Dental's not going to shame you. So, do what I do. Just pick up the phone, make an appointment today, cross it off your list. You'll feel so much better. And you can get appointments on the calendar for you and the whole family. And if you've been paying dental benefits all year, go ahead and use them before you lose them. Often, you're going to lose them by the end of the year. So, put them to great use now. Get those appointments on the book at dakotadental.com. Don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you.
The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Happy Friday to you. We actually uh, have some tickets that we want to give away, or Mike does rather. To see Adam I have done, oh, I've done nothing. That's a special sounder. Oh, yes. That's nasty. That's nasty. Oh, my God. Stop I've done pressing nothing all the buttons. Especially with the music bed going. I mean, it is crazy. Oh, well, we, now that we've gotten your attention, dear yes. listeners. Adam Sandler, the I Miss You Tour at Target Center November 12th is when he's going to be there. And uh, they go on sale today, or they're on sale right now. And Mike has your tickets. Be caller number seven at 651-641-1071. All right. All right. Now. We got to get to the really important story of the day. Yeah, this Cram. is the most exciting story of the day. Let me just be clear. Uh, everything else was kind of a downer. This, okay, fine. You could say is a downer too, but it's a drama filled reality show downer, which means low stakes kids, and it's not our drama. Here's the story <laughs> Kim and Croy Bierman, uh, Kim Zolciak, Croy Bierman, Kim Zolciak Bierman. I don't know what name she's using these days. Um, we have heard they're on again, off again, on again, off again. Do you remember where they were last? Well, where they were last is that he filed for divorce again after they were going to, they called off the divorce. They were going to reconcile. They were going to church and getting some Christian counseling. And then he filed for divorce again saying, actually, I really can't stand her. Yep. And then, but the last we'd heard is that they were then going to get back together. Yes. Because so she he had said filed so. for divorce twice. She hinted that they might be getting back together. And then there was an actual headline a couple days ago that they were getting back together despite, uh, you know, the whirlwind we've been uh. through. However, now I'm here to tell you there ain't no chance they're getting back together. In fact, Croy says, no way, no how. Uh, are they working on their marriage? There had been rumors about this, but Bierman's attorney, Marlis Bergstrom, remember Marlis? Marlis. Good old Marlis Bergstrom has to be a Minnesotan. I got to find out. Told Us Weekly, quote, I spoke with Croy regarding this reconciliation Kim announced over the weekend. Uh, (laughs) There is no reconciliation. His resolve is to see this divorce through to the end, and it has not wavered. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, that would be in Marlis's best interest because Marlis will get some money if they do divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm assuming. Where is he going to get it? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but presumably Marlis thinks there's some opportunity for her to make some money off of this experience. And I would imagine that comes when they start settling assets. However, the other thing that indicates these two are not headed for headed, headed for reconciliation <laughs> is because in the divorce proceedings and the documentation that he has refiled, he, uh, again, asking for the um, custody of their children in new documents that were filed, Mm. he is saying that Kim is verbally abusive with her kids Mm. and wants a court-appointed guardian for the four minor children until they figure out you know what the future is for the two of them so he's claiming in his filing that while he has tried to shield the children dawn from the negative fallout of their divorce okay that kim continues to direct abusive profane and threat-laden language at him with little concern if the children are present 
Okay. He's such a good father. Sure is. I mean, can I ask him a question, though? Yeah, I, I don't have the answer, but I'll make one up. Okay. Uh, well, you can just speak as Croy if you yeah, want to. Sure. Croy, I yes. hear that you want to protect the children yes. from being hurt by all of this, which is you're saying that Kim is the source of that. Yes. What about that time whenever your son went to ball practice and he was just going to be picked up by one of Kim's friends who also has a son the same age who goes to the same practice and you called the police and said said that he was being kidnapped well you threatened in front you of threatened. him and then he cried and he started crying do you yeah. remember that yeah no that I remember doesn't that. seem like That's a not great what I thing did, to though, do honey. You oh must you did be drunk Oh, drunk. are you friends with Kim? <laughs> we just went to the casino. Uh, you're absolutely right. Now, so for the listener, if you don't know the story, the back and forth between these two and the drama between t- these two is such that I would be real careful to trust any of the words coming out of either of their mouth. And Mm-mm. I really do not envy a judge that's going to have to preside over these two because I don't think they're acting in good faith, despite what they, through their lawyers, may be telling us. I do also want to mention, though, that in these refiled uh, documents, legal documents, the paperwork uh, that Croy submitted because he is convinced they're going to get divorced. He also mentions her reality show status which i thought was an interesting move Mm, okay apparently he's afraid that her returning to the real housewives franchise which i know she's made like a couple of appearances on she was on one episode uh that she he's afraid of her doing that because she would use the show to garner attention by talking about their split which would ultimately be detrimental to the mental health of their children. Oh, for the love. Honey, that ship has long sailed. If you are worried about the mental health of your children, shouldn't have had children with Kim Zolciak in terms of, you know, someone who, like that reality show thing was already baked in. When you, got, when you met her. Yeah, because she was currently on the show. Yeah. So this is not like out of nowhere. I have another question for you, Krim. Croy. Croy? Mm-hmm. So yes. her returning to reality TV would exploit the children and her talking yes. about the divorce. Yes, it's terrible. Do you think that when you were on terrible Don't Be Tardy, yes. which was based on her song, Don't Be Tardy for the Party, Yes. when you mentioned with Kim that her giving you a type of sexual act was second nature to her and talking in depth about your sex life on TV. Do you think that was detrimental or could be detrimental to the kids in a different way? I never said those things. You didn't? I have no, you on a, tape saying it. actor. That she just. Yeah, you're making nature. good points. You're okay. making. I'm not. I should Croy be. Right now. He also goes on, but this is my point, right? Like, don't. The two of them are not to be trusted with their own words. When it comes to this divorce, he obviously is trying to paint her as a terrible mother. Remember, she is trying to allege that he is an abusive father. Although five minutes in, she's taking him back. They're going to church. Then they're, you know, apart and then they're getting back together. And and she's going to be called. The cops are being called. She's selling her wigs. These two need to be. They're sleeping in the same bed and arguing. I'm sure that they're not. I mean, I'm sure that the kids know they're not like two years old. They know what's going on. They know when you're fighting yeah, and, at night. And, and the that's cops why you come. two, I will say, they do need to get divorced. And the two of them need yeah. to go to separate corners and work on themselves 
more than worrying about the other and uh, so that they can be there for their kids. I will say he also alleges that he's been the one picking up the slack, Dawn, picking up the slack Mm. while Kim is gallivanting around getting on TV. Well, I cleaning up the cleaning up, cleaning up the home. Oh, picking up after the children, a southern man. Prepare. He has stepped you mean he's up. Doing oh, so he's doing what parents do since they've had to fire their nannies, oh, boy. fire their chefs, fire their housekeepers due to her financial issues. He has been there picking up the slack for those kids. So she's Not off her, trying to make money, but he's picking up the slack. The slack, or just what you're supposed to he's do? He's stepping up, being a dad. Oh my gosh! Wow, what a novel idea. You are a dad. It's like, yeah, you that's your responsibility. You work hard to make those children, so you better work hard to keep them exactly. clothed. And, and I think that uh, hopefully a judge is going to look right through that and say, okay, honey, you both need to work, and you both need to take care of your kids, and you're both going to be responsible. And I think both of y- y'all need to have a timeout, and maybe, you know, whatever the custody arrangement needs to be, they go one week with you, one week with the other. I mean, they're probably going to live down the street from each other anyway. It's not like they're going to live that far away from each other. Have grandma bring them back and forth. I think they yeah. can't be in the same room. No. For six months. The problem with that is, Dawn, I'm afraid that after six months, they're going to see each other once and then they're going to get real horny. Yeah. And then they're going to go back to each other and we're going to be right back at the beginning. And this will not have solved any of the problems. Oh, gosh. You just kind of wonder if the kids would be better off. On their own. <laughs> what? <laughs> On their own. I'm I mean, pretty sure they need parents. Well, yeah, but like maybe just from a distance, like yeah. they come and visit and the day to day stuff, they can take care of themselves. They probably already do it now. Yeah. You know? No, they need to have parents who like grow the bleep up mm-hmm. and take care of them and stop worrying about it. Look, there are other ways to make money. Because I'm sure Kim is like, look, I need to go out and be on TV because I mean, that's what I do. She was doing some spawn con for some brain scans, remember? Yeah. And she also did that reality TV show. And, you know, she's... Yeah, she's allegedly on... Oh, oh God, what was the show? Um, The Surreal Life. The Surreal the Life. The Surreal Life, yeah. Which, Which is, I still don't understand if that has... I don't even think that that... The indication to me seems like she hasn't begun filming that maybe she was negotiating but they must have been talking about it because yeah, did some promo shoots or something because yeah. it was just like one day that yeah. she was gone but that's a longer yeah show i mean she's not going to have just been gone for a day to do that so um i get that that's her chosen career but like at a certain point like i said who else were we talking to about this walmart's hiring you know if you can't pay the bills <laughs> right. go get a job yeah. Because somebody else will help you pay those bills. You're just going to have to put in some work. I mean, just to even put in the effort to do that, instead of like constantly talking to the media and your lawyer about spinning a story about how Kim is a bad mother, yeah. the best press you could do is go work at a gas station. Yeah. Or and something. have the paparazzi show up with you at a gas station pumping yeah. gas. Yeah. Which nobody does anymore. Gonna, like, except for in New or maybe, Jersey. Like, I don't know what he does for a living, but he could be a personal legally. trainer. He was in the NFL, for God's sake. That's he what can I'm saying. It open doesn't... up a football camp for kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And give some scholarships away while you're at it. UPS. B-D-E-P-R. Didn't they just get a big fat, like, contract agreement? Like the union agreement for UPS drivers? Come on. So now, now they can make a, a decent living. Go drive a truck. I would. Mm hmm. I mean, That's right. you got kids with, you know, 
Do anyway, something. Do something. I would be afraid. I don't know where they're getting their money. If they have that much debt, do they have a credit card? Like you wonder if mom's them helping them out or somebody's paying the bills for. Yeah, I don't know. The groceries and things. I, I don't mean, know. surely along the way they've helped out their families and given them some of those dollars that they made. Maybe yeah. they can go, can I get a loan back from you for that? Well, million her own I gave daughter you? was keeping the lights on. That's true. Oh. More on this story another day. But we need to leave their story here for the moment because we got to go. And when we come back, our good friend Mike over there, he's got a wheel and he's going to spin that wheel. And wherever that wheel lands is the game we're going to play. Oh, my God, it's Friday. We're playing together, Dawn, Ooh. on Game Show Roulette right here on My Talk. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, My Jerry Talk 107.1. It's Friday and it's the end of the show. And that means we are here to play a game. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is that time once again for a little game show roulette. We play a game that is spun on this little wheel. And today it is a co-op game, a game you two will be playing together. Let's spin the wheel and find out what we're going to play today. Mm. Oh, oh, what's mm. it going to be? What's it going to be? of our favorite newer games, oh. it's 25 words or less. Oh, oh this is always a fun <laughs> one. You guys remember this game. There's sure. 10 words in front of you. We're playing the bonus round of 25 words or less. A lot of uh, my talkers love watching this game, and uh, it is a fun one to listen to you guys try to play as well, as you both have a list of 10 words. Now, what you're going to do is go back and forth giving clues to one another. Now, the key with this game is you can... Only give clues up to a limit of 25 per round. <laughs> okay. Right. So, like, if you're trying to say, I don't know, uh, dog, you might say animal bark. Like, you want to make it pretty quick. You want to use just two words to describe mm-hmm. each each one. Because uh, if you can do the math, uh, 25 means you could go a little bit more than two words per word you're yeah. trying to get Be your opponent to say. Be strategic with, with Strategery. That's what it all comes down to. Are the two of you... Ready to play. Yeah. Of course. Then let's go ahead and have, who wants to go first? Who wants to deliver the clues first? Oh, go for it, Don. I'll do it. You're going to do it? Sure, All right. Sure. Go ahead and pull up your sheet that you got there sitting in front of you. Get acquainted with your words. And then when you start, you've got a minute to try to get as many of those words as you possibly can. Yep. Are you looking at them? I am. All right. Go for it when you're ready. Red, yellow. Oops. That's completely the wrong thing to press. This is what I meant. Red, yellow. Primary colors. Things, colors that are primary. Um, colors work. Money aside. Uh, saving? Things that you save? Shirts, pants. Clothes. Items of clothing, articles of clothing. Mm, um, Things you wear. Um, Clothes. Skip. Uh, day. Time of day. Uh, <laughs> night? Yes. Um, Takeaway. Delivery. Food. Mouth. Lungs. Oxygen? Breath. Um, military vehicle. Jeep. Tank. Outdoor. Boy, I'm oh. bad at that today. Jeez, oh, we got sorry. a few. We got a few. You got a few. I no, you, you're fine. Gosh. 
Yeesh. Some of them that you missed. Uh, yeah, um, it's tough. She said pants, shirt, ensemble. Oh, that's that? a no, no, no. I'm, I'm giving you another clue. Oh, what if she outfit. said outfit? There you go. Yeah. Outfit okay. would have got you there. Um, day, you said night. Breathe, you got. Tank, you got. Yeah, you got them all. You just got kind of hung up on outfit. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, and by the way, outdoor was uh, the opposite of that is indoor. One classic oh. game show thing, Don and yeah. uh, Bradley, you both just do this big thing with your head where you go indoor. Well, I didn't know if I was allowed to do that. You can on this there game, a ga- right. sure. okay? Because there's a game where you're like, oh, you can't do that. In yeah, pyramid, you're not supposed oh, to. We're okay. using the pyramid timer, but yeah, technically, okay. I'm not going to kick you out for it. Great. So we're good. Let's uh, see how you can do, Bradley. You okay. did all right. You got one, two, three, four, five. Six. Let's try to better that. All right. I think you got five, actually. You missed one of them. So five. Let's see if you can do better. Go ahead and start it when you're ready, Bradley. Day. Month. Year. Uh, Hour. Day. Week. Thick. Well. Bed. Thick. Not sick. (laughs) Thick. Um... Well, um, better. Pass. Problem. Solved. Uh, Solution. Difficult. Difficult problem. Um, equation. Oh, God, this um, is hard. Pass. Okay. Oh, geez. Corn. Cob. Tomato. <laughs> Vegetable. Uh, Bush. Um, uh, crop. Farmer. Garden. Oh, man. Uh, d- Pass. Uh, um, <laughs> God, boy. these are oh, so boy. hard. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Let's start at the beginning. Okay. We got that one, right? Week. You did. You got week. That was good. But this one is, yeah, she was, you were saying all the oh, You were, say, you were all, it, saying but... all the right things. Okay. What was it again? Thick. Well, better. Um, what would be a better way to say Healthy. that? Healthy. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Oh, there you go. That gosh. And then this one, I'm like, <sighs> I don't know how you problem difficult. I said equation. Uh, double. Solve. Double. Oh, that's a good idea. Double. Well, see, then you would think opposite. So yeah. it's like double. Triple. Bubble. Gum. <laughs> No, now we're rhyming. Yeah, now we're just doing rhyming game. That is a what tough rhymes one. Right double. Um, trouble. There you go. Yeah. Oh, and then corn. You went straight to corn and vet. And no, but I like. What would you have said? Like uh, feed. Gar- garden. Garden. Uh, I said garden. Uh, That's vegetable. What, house. Um, flower. Garden. Flower. Bush. It's hard. It is a tough one. Um, uh, uh, ground. Greenhouse or ground uh, plant? Yes, yep. there you go. Plant. Okay. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, and then brave. I don't even like that. My brain at that point was just like well, brave. Home of the brave. Yeah, but that would have been, been like been yeah. Well, weeks. you didn't even get to that one, did you? No, you, that was right. That was the last one. So. Okay. Alrighty. Well, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. maybe I'll give him the last three that I have and see if he can do well, it. Well, you got a whole other one in there with oh. you. So, oh. and the one that's Here. in there with you is actually the harder Why one. Why are you giving no, me? You're, you're Why? Because you, you did. You did well. You got no, five. You did more than okay. I did. Oh, Let's boy. see if you can best. I got them all that. but one. Uh, we got one more round to go here. And these words, I'll be honest, these were a little tougher. So okay. let's see how uh, how it goes. I thought these were tougher. Let's see if you guys can okay. prove me wrong. Whenever you're ready, Don, give them. Okay. 
uh, commandment. Bad. Law. What did you say? Bad. Bad. Good. Commandment. Jesus. Sin. Yep. Jam. Preserves. Fruit. Jelly. Water. Body. Lake. River. Ocean. Sea. Physical. Body. Water. Physical. Body. Water. Workout. P. Sweat. <laughs> um, money back. Return. Um, Ca- uh, change. Coins. Um, um, uh, oh, gosh. Oh, skip. <laughs> uh, Janet Jackson. Nation. Janet. Rhythm. Yes. Nice. Um, um, cheating. Scandal. Lies. <laughs> Test. Affair. Affair. Got hung up on sweat. Otherwise, uh, this is a hard game because there's so many directions you can go Mm -hmm. to like describe a word, and then it's hard to communicate which context to give that word. I think if I just put out of my head that I have to use two words, because then if I go past two, I'd start to not be able to communicate. I'm like, oh no, I'm using too many words. And sometimes you can only, I mean, you only need to use one. Like for jelly, you just said jam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then he was able to work his way to jelly. So it's kind of a, yeah. Okay. Making our brains work. So we didn't win today. You guys didn't win today, but But don't worry because there's not winners and losers. You guys know how it works. There's winners and consolation prize winners. You two are going to go home with this. You're going to have to split it. And a $25 savings bond from Seven Seas Delicious Salad Dressings your whole family will love. Wait. It's a twenty-five certificate bond from, from Seven Seas Dressing, yes. oh. which is going to amount in the year nineteen ninety-seven to about a quarter. Oh, right. Once that thing came due. Oh. All right, Mike. Thank you for another yeah. fabulous game, Dawn. It's great. the weekend, yeah. which means we got some time to kick back, relax. But the good news for you, dear listeners, you got a whole other show ahead of you before the weekend. It's Lori and Julia up next. We'll see you again on Monday. Bye. Bye.